Welcome to Trifecta Now, Living a Course in Miracles. This is the fifth topic in the lessons episodes, special relationships and attachment. Special relationships are those relationships which we feel are separate, different, and special from others. We make special relationships with our parents, children, spouses, pets, and friends. Any relationship we see as different from our everyday relationships are ones we have made special to us. I'm going to stop here and I want to tell you that this topic I struggled with the most. This was my biggest hurdle. It is important that we keep an open mind just as the course suggests we do. This is a course in mind training. We have successfully hidden all the truth we were given. It is going to take an open mind and heart to hear this and consider what it's saying. I did. I didn't like it at first. I immediately knew it was the truth though. I just needed to get my mind around it and to accept it. And I have. I won't be reading directly from the text this episode, but I will quote sentences from it. All special relationships have an element of fear in them. Therefore, they shift and change so frequently. They are not based on changeless love alone. When fear enters, love is not stable. The Holy Spirit knows that no one is special. Everyone on earth has formed special relationships. This is not so in heaven. This is an earthbound illusion. Special relationships are an ego's device. It is fragmented and it turned and it can turn on and off love as it deems appropriate. True love has no on and off button. Special relationships are always an inevitable loss. Hurt, pain, and misery are the emotions so closely connected to special relationships. We create them with the illusion that they hold a special love relationship for us. We single out individuals to hold these roles, even when pain is likely the outcome. This is a course in how to know yourself. You were taught what you are, but not, sorry, <laughs> you were taught what you are, but have not let what you are teach you. Illusions are belief in what is not there. What you accept into your mind doesn't change what is actually there. It pushes it to the back until you decide to bring it forward again. The Holy Spirit can teach us our power, strength, purity, and love. Her kingdom has no limits, no end, and there is nothing in her that is not perfect and eternal. And this is you, and nothing outside of, you, of this is you. The special relationship is not perceived as a value within itself, but as a place of safety from which hatred is split off and kept away. The special love partner is acceptable only as long as he or she serves this purpose. Hatred can enter and is welcome in some aspects of the relationship, but it is still held together by the illusion of love. If the illusion goes, then the relationship is broken and ends on the grounds of disillusionment. Is this the same love God has for us? Absolutely not. Love is not an illusion. It is a fact. Where disillusionment is possible, there is not love but fear. Fear is an illusion and what can change is not love. When we choose partners for the purpose of feeling loved, safe and secure, it is a choice for disillusionment. We are choosing to set ourselves up for loss, pain and misery. 
our task is not to look for love, but to look for all the barriers within ourselves that we have built to keep it out. It is not necessary to look for what is true, but it is necessary to look for what is false. Every illusion was built on fear, whatever form it takes. If you seek love outside of yourself, you can be certain you perceive fear within and are afraid of it. Yet peace will never come from the illusion of love, but only from its reality, only from within you. To learn this course requires willingness to question every value that you hold. No belief is neutral. Everyone has the power to dictate every decision they make. Love offers everything forever. The course asks these questions. Would it be possible to hate your brother if you were just like him? Could you judge and attack him if you realized that your journey is with him and your goal is the same? Your brother or sister is your friend because you were created the same. There is no difference. Your savior from specialness is the Holy, Holy Spirit. She needs your acceptance that she is part of you. She's not special, but she is a part of you. Specialness is the understanding of love. It has too many attachments and conditions. Love has none. Nothing is sacred here on earth except to you. It was made sacred by you. We are not so vulnerable that just, oh, sorry, are we not so vulnerable that just a word, a comment, a circumstance that we don't like or an event that we did not anticipate sets us up and hurls us into chaos? Truth is not frail. Illusions are. Without foundation, nothing is secure. Specialness is a lack of trust in anyone except yourself. What you have handed over to specialness has left you bankrupt and empty, leaving a door open to let anything and everything that would disturb your peace in. You have made yourself open for pain and suffering. Why would you purposely choose this? Forget not that the healing of all the sons and daughters is all the world is for. Choose then his body or his holiness as what you want to see. And whatever you choose, you will see. Choose a body and you choose to see death and destruction. Choose a spirit and you choose eternal life. Specialness is the function that you gave yourself. It stands for you alone, self-created, self-maintained, and not connected to anything beyond the body. In its eyes, you are, you are a special universe. Sorry. You are a separate universe with all the power to hold itself within itself. You are merely asked to pursue another goal and a guaranteed success. If you tie yourself to this world and to the bodies that inhabit it, you will be stuck in the misery and pain that attachment and specialness guarantees. The test of everything on earth is simply this. What is it for? The answer makes it what it is for you. It has no meaning of itself. You give meaning, you give meaning to it as soon as you assign a purpose to it. Special relationships need to be, be replaced with holy relationships. Next part I'm going to talk about is attachment. Attachment, by definition, is affection, fondness, 
or sympathy for someone or something. In virtually every spiritual philosophy, attachment is synonymous with suffering. When we are attached to something or someone, we inevitably experience pain because sooner or later we're going to have to relinquish that thing or someone. Either because we lost that special something or that special someone passes on. In fact, they are only on loan to us. People leave us either through death or moving on. Material things wear out, get lost, stolen, or destroyed, or better yet, are left behind when we pass on. As long as we cling to people or things, we risk being imprisoned by either deception or grief. We either believe, mistakenly, that they are ours forever, or live in the fear that we may someday lose them. The opposite of attachment is not detachment, it's love. When we appreciate the gifts that are on loan to us in this world, people and things, and let go of them when their time is up, we then truly understand what love is and how it really feels. This also allows us the freedom to not live in the past and appreciate what is here right now. We need a shift from special relationships to holy relationships. I will talk about holy relationships in another episode. There is a way to finding there is a way to finding certainty right here and now by refusing to be fearful of this world and all it presents to you. You will find yourself by not accepting them as causing you and giving you the effects of that cause. As you stand apart from them, you have the ability to see past it and let it go. Trust is the foundation of what you believe. It is the power in you, not of you, that governs your thoughts and chooses the outcome. You write the narrative. You control your feelings and your reactions. You have the power to feel safe and secure. This is only a shift in perception, a change from one way of thinking to another. You'll need to undo, to sort out, and to relinquish your current thought system in order to engage your true power and trust that this will guide you. So tomorrow, start your day with a declaration of what you want it to look like. Then go about your day making it happen. Pay attention to your thoughts. They are your thoughts. You control them. If you find yourself judging others, making negative comments, or feeling fear, correct the thoughts and replace them with positive ones. The Holy Spirit is here to help. Let her do what she's meant to do. Ask the questions. Ask for assistance and ask for her help. Continue to find your alone time where you can with no distractions. Sit quietly on your own and breathe in and out. Listen to your breaths. Then start listening to the sounds around you. If you're having difficulty doing this, then start to name what you see. Open your eyes, look around. This will help to focus your mind on what you are seeing right now in the now. It's an exercise in living in the now. It's important to consider what you are, sorry, it is important to consider what you are attached to. Take an inventory of what you feel would hurt you if you lost it. If it or a person was no longer with you. Ask yourself 
why you are so attached and connected to this thing or person. What is it for? What is its purpose in your life's journey? This is particularly hard to do with children and family. I know that's been my stumbling block. It's been what I had difficulty with when I first was introduced to this book. I said at the beginning that you had to consider all of the people and all of the things that you're attached to. To consider not being attached to your children. I know I was thinking, what? What do you mean not being attached to my children? As I considered who I truly am and why I came here, I started to understand that they are not my possessions. They are their own beings on their own journey. One we will share as long as it serves a purpose. I will never lose them. As spiritual beings, there is no ending. Bodies pass, but our eternal connection and journey lives on. And I have to have faith in that. And I do. It's our faith in believing this and accepting it as our truth that shifts our perception and releases us from this attachment. Next week, I will talk about forgiveness. (laughs) because it is another huge stumbling block for all of us and the reason why we can't let go of things. It is where we need to start and it is a place where we do let go and no longer attach ourselves to our feelings or connection to something that once was or something that is right now. Forgiveness is a cleansing of the soul and a recognition that we are not bodies but spirits. Until next week, this is our journey. Keep finding your way. Have an awesome week. Always love, Denise.